When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Claudia Jordan, and it's Wednesday. We are back with a brand new smoking hot episode of TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. And sometimes I got to admit, we get a little messy in the process, but uh, nothing a couple drinks can't uh, take care of. So y'all get you a little cocktail and join in and all the shenanigans. <laughs> Sit back and relax. It's going to be a hot show. We had a good one for you tonight. Uh, Al Reynolds, what's good, Al? What's up? Hey, Claudia, what's going on? I hear congratulations is in order for you, beautiful yes. woman. Yes, yes, yes. I closed on my house. I'm a homeowner again. So I'm super excited about that. So thank you so much, Al. Where, so where are you today? Where are you? Where you I'm in Los Angeles. Yep. I was hanging out with the boss man yesterday, guys. We went to the Humor Meal Comedy Show Awards. And believe it or not, James killed it on the carpet. <laughs> he I killed saw. it on the carpet. I, I, I enjoyed working with them. It was really nice. Very nice. Very nice. Also, please let's uh, introduce a funky Daniva. What's up, Q? What's going on, everybody? Look, everybody. Look Are y'all ever going to let me retire this hand? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know, the, those that know, know. And no. <laughs> but like, I think when you don't do it, the fans, the soulmates like, get mad. What happened to the hand, right? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> y'all looking nice tonight. Thank you. you know, I'm, trying like, to catch, I'm trying to catch me something. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's Black History Month and it's after Valentine's. And I just feel like uh, the ancestors want me to be in love. So you try to have you tired of having sex with the white Russian? Oh. Yeah, because that ain't going nowhere. It's just going to circles. <laughs> and I had to retire the Peruvian and the Colombian bed too much. So I got to I got to reset the whole team. What happened to the guy that Begged you for a gallon of water so we could start a car. I think his car broke down on the turnpike somewhere, and and a, and, and a serial killer must have got him because I ain't heard from his. Okay, so okay, since we're talking about it, what happened to the married man that you're sharing with his wife? Oh yeah. Oh, oh down. Well, I still see them, but you know, okay. after she asked. So you're me not I, you're not as low on your gentleman callers as you are leading. I mean, on. we all have a little black book. I mean, you know. I got, some pages I can turn to some people I can call, but my regulars are about to be reset. Gotcha. You sound like a prostitute. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was because more times than not, so prostitutes helping, get paid, Claudia. I end up helping them with money. So I was. It's like a reverse mortgage, like a reverse <laughs> prostitution thing. Like he's going to like the stores, <laughs> right? We gonna we gonna get us all settled down this year. But do you want that though? You still want to be a wife? Yeah, you know, I, you know, I aspire to be a rich white woman. You know what I'm saying? And so the only way you can get that is get you an old, you know, an old man with a good, good, good business and, and cheat his kids out the will and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So that's my ambition in life. Well, speaking of rich white women that not so rich anymore, Kim Zosiak and her husband, Croy Beerman's home is officially in foreclosure and up for public auction. Now, the report comes months after the couple denied, denied, denied allegations surrounding their house being placed on the auction block. We all remember that. Kim previously stated that anyone who believed those rumors was an idiot. Are you surprised about the update? And do you think Kim should have been up front with this? Q, I see you chopping up the bit. What you think about this? You know, she had that song, her hit song, Don't Be Tardy for the Party. But we're going to call this Don't Be Tardy for the Mortgage, okay? <laughs> and let me tell you something. Kim is one dumbass broad, right? Because she would have been better off had she just not said anything when it came out months ago that her house was going up for foreclosure. No, you're the one who is an idiot. And the reality of the situation is you should have stayed your ass over there and played nicely with the housewives 
but you and your allegedly racist husband didn't want you playing over there with them black women. Tardy for the party failed. We all know NFL money is not long money. Croy isn't playing anymore. And this is what happens when you spend all your money on clothes and you live outside your means. Now the house is being foreclosed on. Isn't it sad that she was better off being a side chick to being a mistress to a wealthy man that we never got to see? She most definitely was. And you know what kills me? And you've lived in Atlanta. This is typical Atlanta. Everybody wants to have the biggest damn house. Kim was doing just fine when she was in that nice ass townhouse of hers. And that's why I was at Marlo Hampton so much. Marlo stayed in that townhouse for umpteen years, paid it off, decorated it like crazy. And you've, you've never heard Marlo been shown on her coins. That's right. Al, what do you think about this? You know what? I can't stand the idea of a woman and a husband with six kids being put out on the street. But baby, if this doesn't spell karma, I don't know what does. When we reported the last time she was all on social media telling us that who's going to laugh last. Well, Kim, guess what? We're getting the last laugh, sweetheart. And let's be real honest about what's going on here. You can't even pay the money to get your house out of judgment. You might want to sell some of all those goods that you showed us and you could possibly raise a little money to at least get out of judgment. Well, she uh, she is having like a, a, a old right, white rich woman uh, state sale. And she's selling used wigs, y'all. Don't nobody want them smoke-filled, smoke-scented, old dusty wigs that belong to a mistress? I remember Kim had a comment about me before saying how boring I was. But I'm going to tell you what, I kept, I lived between my means when I was on that show when I lived in Atlanta. And guess who's buying a house and guess who's getting evacuated and exited and escorted out of a house? Mm -hmm. Not to make fun, but maybe just a little bit, because I don't like when people make fun of others. And then the same happens to you and you talk, you know, you know, know, it's kind of hard to feel sorry for you. I do feel sorry for the kids, though. Absolutely. Yeah, be all right. Kids are resilient. They'll be like everybody else kids. <laughs> well, Ooh, two of them are old enough to have a job and one and allegedly listen. has millions of followers on Instagram. No, she white kids are not work. resilient. Black kids are resilient. White <laughs> kids be like, oh my God, I didn't get a BMW <laughs> for my 16th birthday. Plenty <laughs> of kids grew up in an apartment, okay? Their ass <laughs> will be just fine. Or they could move to Montana or Ohio, wherever the hell Croy ass at and live in the woods. They'll be just fine. Mm. All right, y'all, moving on. During a meeting at a club, uh, Club 45 in West Palm Beach, Donald Trump said that nuclear is one of the two N-words in the English language that should never be mentioned. Take a look. You have two N-words, neither of which should ever be mentioned. I said that once. I said, oh, what a terrible thing to say. No, you have two N-words. You know what the one is, but the other is the nuclear word. Al, let's go to you first. Um... I think he's knows what he's doing. That's a dog whistle. What do you uh-huh. think about this? Well, you know what? I just find that this whole run for presidency to me is just a mockery. Um, if, I don't know if it's me or if you guys can sense it, but that old Donald Trump, I think we've turned a page on it. And this this new this Donald Trump that he's going back on this, you know, run for presidency, he knows how to play to him to into his constituents and he does it very well. But there's no way in the world you will ever have me sit here and believe that you're going to compare historically insensitive and traumatic racial slur with a war term. It's not going to happen, Donald. I think your days are numbered and you need to move over and let us Democrats dust the rest of the uh, Republican Party. So, you know, it definitely is a false equivalency, right? Like the N-word and nuclear do not go hand in hand. And I want to tell you something. Everybody knows that exploiting black outrage is the new way to make headlines. And that's exactly what he's doing. But Alan Claudia, I'm going to tell you what I'm most impressed about. I am most impressed and enthusiastic about the war of words that's going to be between him and Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. And I am completely looking forward to the Republican Party imploding from the inside out as those two go to war. That's right. Let me give you a quick reminder. In 2018, Omarosa, my favorite, claimed that she heard Trump say the N-word in an unreleased tape. Um, I'm going to say this. You know, myself, Omarosa, we were around him quite often. I wasn't around him as much as she was. Um, I never heard him say the N-word. He did say something to me one time. I think I've talked about it before. He said not to waste my time with black men, with dating black men, which I took major offense to that. And I was very, you know, I'm very pro-black. I said, what the hell do you mean by that? He said, well, they just don't make a lot of money. So um, I said, so all, all, every single one of them, huh? Everyone just not worth a damn because they don't. Okay. But um, as far as the N word, 
why are you trying to play in our face, Donald Trump? Like you've mm-hmm. never said this word. Why are you trying to act like you, well, this is something you should never say. You have it put a battery in the back of extreme racists in America and got them out here while out like this. You and Sarah Palin, I'm gonna bring it on her a little bit too. Y'all the ones for bringing the word back actually because of the little dog whistles y'all put out there and you use different words. You use different words for it, but we know what you're saying, Donald Trump. And because there were once upon a time, you were dying for the attention of all of us black people to make you relevant and seem popping. They find a way to use black celebrity, black relevancy and black hipness to be cool, right? And then when you're done with us, you're done with us. And for him to say that, he was definitely playing with fire and he was definitely sending a message to his people. Like, oh, I would never say that. Wink, wink. Like, come on, you know? It's pretty sad. All right, uh, let's move on. A man who calls himself a trophy husband has revealed that not only does he have three wives, but he don't work. See, I don't just defend a black man. Your brother ain't got no job. Uh, <laughs> he he got, got a job. His job is having sex with them three homely white women. Look at that. Look at <laughs> so Nick Davis says he doesn't have a job because the king doesn't move around much now while the queens have all the power meanwhile his three wives uh april danielle and jennifer have full-time professions davis also explained that he likes to uh be snuggled up in the middle of all that whiteness and his wives at night but that sex always occurs in a different area of the home with each wife al i know you are down for the uh you know the orgy and the, the multiple. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this polygamous, polyamorous relationship? And I know you could see yourself being on. Could you see yourself married to, to three, though? Uh, I don't think I could see myself married to three different women because on a regular basis where I live in a house with them, because that means I have to manage all that. But let me tell you, this young man right here, he's only 39. So I'm not mad, but I am concerned because what the ladies have actually quoted and said is that, that they can't handle him in the bedroom. They can't handle him in the bedroom. His wife that he met when he was 23 years old in college after 15 years says she needs help. And she went and recruited a 19-year-old young lady who's now 25, and now she needs help. So she went out and recruited a 21-year-old lady. So I'm just concerned about this perpetual um, upgrade to a younger version in order to handle all of that dangling that he's slinging in the bedroom. Ladies, and some of you gentlemen know that it's 99.9% true that an amazing. <laughs> Not Claudia, are it's you speaking true. from experience? I don't have one before. He done told me he went to juvenile hall. It turns out he had two prison sentences. I don't had that before with the D. Like people. <laughs> and you got up out the bed with. <laughs> Let me Kinda. tell you something. It is, I don't want to be this guy, but it's just, you you can't not approach this story from a racial lens, okay? And, and listen, he got three of the most homeliest, trailer park looking Midwest, middle of America, white women to put up with this damn foolishness because we all know sister's not going to put up with this. You know what I'm saying? Like I could have almost bought into this if it was a rainbow tribe, if it was a cornucopia of different women, but you really went and got three versions of honey booboo sister. And, it's, 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 <laughs> and I guess, because this is some foolishness. He, he he got a 10, but it's like two threes and a four. Right. Like, that's oh, what he got right. going on. Right. <laughs> Y'all, they don't look that bad now. Let me, let's production. Can we let's, see Let's these? see the picture again. I don't, they're not that. Let me tell you something. Kind of all the right is all okay. three of them work at the service desk at the Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you, and you want to know so funny, and I hate to be this way. He's sitting up there smiling like he got a prize, honey. It, 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 like Angela Bassett said on our way, on waiting to exhale. A white woman could have your ass, okay? Because, yeah. So he has. That's a well. Good one. She said he was a, a a you know a bear in the bedroom. She said she needed help handling them. Should we be okay with this? Because it's like because of the racial element. Is this kind of reparations a little bit? 
I think it's a little you bit of reparations I saw, too. I saw a meme. I saw a meme on Facebook the other day. It was a black guy hugging a white girl, and he says, "I make white girls fall in love with me and then break their heart as reparations for slavery." And I just fell <laughs> out laughing. <laughs> All right, y'all. Moving on. In a recent interview with Time Magazine, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences CEO Bill Kramer confirmed that the organization has implemented a new crisis team. For the upcoming Oscars, oh, that's for us, in order to quickly navigate any potential real-time emergency. Now, the creation of the crisis team is a response to the altercation that took place when Will Smith walked on stage and slapped presenter Chris Rock across the face. Uh, what do you think about this update? Do you think it's necessary? And you think a crisis team will really prevent these mishaps? Q, do you think this is going to stop anything? Or you think we just done this? This is like a one and done type of Listen, thing. Listen, we all know lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. This is the dumbest, most performance in all actuality, if you're going to allocate resources and bodies to any type of team, it needs to be to a diversity team. OK, you need to reset your diversity team. What crisis are we honestly going to have at the Grammys other than the mic went out or the teleprompter froze? Like this is not going to happen again. So so stop it. And I also don't like this whole I I don't know. It just feels like a a a a. a, a an undercurrent of further demonizing Will Smith. Like, oh my God, he just did something so horrendous that we've got to reorganize the whole organization and create a, a crisis team. Like, cut it out. It, it's not that deep. Okay. Al, do you agree? What do you think? Listen, the crisis team need to be worrying about this crisis of not having diversity in the nominees. We only have two this year. That's what that crisis team could do as it relates to alarming situations at the Oscars. Why don't you use what's called security? Because every time I go to one of these red carpets at one of these major events, there's 500,000 of them. So how about you teach them how to handle the crisis and you all worry about the diversity in the Oscars? That's what you can do i agree with you on that al you know it's a little bit too little too late how long the Oscars has been around how long we've we been having award shows i host a reunion for zeus and vh1 that had more security than the most prestigious show on the planet allegedly right and, and you would think you have just 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 in case you should have that so yeah i, I agree with both y'all all right y'all coming up next we're gonna we're gonna find out why chris brown is tired of keely williams broken promises, and later we're getting to the bottom of why Tiger Woods had to issue a public apology, and it's a little bit moist. We're going to talk about this. Stay tuned. We have a lot more show coming up. We'll be right back. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the people in the chat, keeping it hot and popping. We're going to get to some of your comments later on the show. All right, let's get into this. Uh, former Cheetah Girls member Keely Williams took to Instagram to share her thoughts on Chris Brown collaborating with Chloe Bailey. Uh, Keely Williams wrote, let him come out with his own record. So genius, so captivating that it makes us all forget he beats women. He can't, so he won't. So what does he do? He slowly creeps back into the mainstream by getting small nods for features on Black women's merit. Initially, Chris Brown responded by taking jabs at Keely Williams' career, but after that, he defended himself by calling out white celebrities who have also been accused of abuse. He wrote, if y'all still have hate for me, from, for me and my mistake I made as a 17-year-old, please kiss my whole entire ass. He continued, where are the cancel culture with these white artists that date underage women? Beep, beat the bleep out of their wives, giving bleeps AIDS. Oh, that's right. They're your buddies. Now, Brown posted photos of celebrities such as Mel Gibson, Ozzy Osbourne, Tommy Lee, Charlie Sheen, and more. All guilty of what he said. Do you think Chris Brown uh, deserves a clean slate? Or should he continue to be held accountable for his actions? Al, let's go to you first. What do you think? What, Claudia, are you serious? Are you serious? A clean, you, we want to give him a clean slate? Look, <laughs> 
All right, y'all, let me preface this. Chris Brown is super talented, but he is definitely 100% tone deaf when it comes to understanding the complete history of violence towards women that he's had. It's not that one incident, Chris, that happened when you were 17 years old. It's the plethora of incidents after that these last 15 years. Do you not remember, Chris, the Robin, the Robin Roberts interview where you smashed the window because she asked you a question do you not like? How about the woman you shoved down in the nightclub in 2023 called and her injuries, not to admit the third degree assault report in 2015 allegedly against a woman that you threw off your bus, as well as the alleged punching of the woman in the face in Las Vegas, the female tour manager who said you threatened her and beat her physically, allegedly, and also, let's not talk about Karuchi, who has a five-year restraint order against you. Now listen, son, if it was just Rihanna's incident when you were 17, I can understand your logic. But brother, you have 15 years of incidents with violence towards women. Let's get help and let's move forward. Let's not pretend like you have not done anything wrong, sir. Q, um, remind me not to commit any crimes around L. Orenthal <laughs> Reynolds. Listen. Al just messed up my whole damn argument because I was literally getting ready to get up here and say, give him a clean slate, leave him alone from when he was 17 years old. Because despite all the things that Al said, I really do think it's the Rihanna thing that people hold over his head. And as Al started rapping, man, what am I going to say? But I will say this. Keely, you need to mind your damn business because the reality of the situation is whatever that man did in his personal life and whatever he continues to do, your argument is wrong. He is not creeping back into the mainstream of that, and I'm going to say it, that tired-ass Chloe Bailey that they keep trying to force down our damn throat. And we're not going to sit up here and pretend like since the Rihanna incident and obviously all these other incidents that Al so eloquently ran down that Chris has not continually pumped out hit after hit, after hit, after hit. So if there's anybody who benefited from this collaboration, it was Chloe Bailey and not Chris Brown. Chris Brown does not need to collaborate with anybody to stay on top. Now, after Al has run down his roster of charges, my brother might need to get some help, but we can separate the music from the ass whoopings. <laughs> can we? No. Yes, we can. We Yes, we can. We so eloquently separate R. Kelly from from what, what it is he was doing. I yes, we can. yes, we can. Two things can be true at the same time. You can make good music I want to dance to. Well, we yeah, you can, but we don't have to support you, though. We uh, don't have to, but I, mean, I like it, but I like it. Okay, well, again, to each his own. We, we're supposed to be able to do that, right? I, I had a, a morning show here in Dallas, and I banned all... R. Kelly's music after the documentary because it was so it was a bit much and it was hard. I ain't gonna lie, listen, I'm not perfect or I'm not like, oh, it was so easy for me to do it because I'm just so offended. I was offended and I was also disgusted, but I also was mad at myself because I love a lot of his work, just like Chris Brown. Do I think he should have a clean slate? No. Do I think there should be some space for people to redeem themselves? Yes, but that would include no more offenses moving forward. An apology and none of it. The best apology is change behavior. We can't hold it over your head. If you don't, we never hear of you doing it again. You know what I mean? If you did it and then you stopped, got help, then we can't really say much about you if you are the one that wants to change. That's where I think we had there's a there's a bit of a disconnect. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I, I feel like it would serve him to like really publicly show the world and then people can can, can maybe move on from it. But people has, have he, has he apologized? I don't know. I'm just asking. I'm not stirring up no no mess. But has Chris apologized for, you know, these last litany of of alleged attacks and violence towards women? I mean, has he acknowledged it at least? I'm not sure, but I know some, they weren't all proven to be true, though. That is true. Right. I like, see the people in the chats going off. They're like, they, some of them were determined to be lies. And that's the thing when you get that reputation, right? Because mm -hmm. once you get it, everyone piles on. Oh, he hit me, too. He raped me, too. He did this to me, too. You know what I mean? And and this, let, let's not also forget Dr. Dre. He threw a whole woman down some steps, you know? And then these people get honored and we 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 do pick and choose. We do pick and choose who we gonna stay mad at. I just want to say this though, okay? Like to your point, when somebody develops a reputation, it's easy for people to to join that Come narrative. On. Like, look, he beats women. 
But there is always another side to the story. This man just ain't walking in the room and say, hey, how y'all doing? And what I'm saying, we never hear the stories about. Let's not pretend like women don't hit men, too. OK, and, I, and, I, and I'm going to take it there. I, when you go back to him and Rihanna in that damn car, they were fighting each other. He just fought her ass harder. Uh, um, I think um, the problem starts. Okay, he just fought. Oh, that's right. Okay, I guess. Get mad if you want to. Y'all know <laughs> island women and Caribbean women. Y'all pride yourselves on beating y'all men's. Go to the next story, Claudia. Go to the next. Well, I think those kind of narratives is what gets women's asses kicked and killed. I don't think we should be saying, "Well, she probably hit him too." We don't know what happened, but we do know only one of them left with a bunch of bruises and 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 lacerations and, and lumps on their face. And it wasn't Chris Brown. So I, I can't, when I hear people say, well, Claudia, well, well, Rihanna hit him first. He, who knows that? I don't know that she hit him first, but I am willing to lay my life on a railroad track that they was in their car fighting each other. The, the, the smallest man is stronger than a lot of women. So women should keep their hands to themselves. They should, but we don't know that Rihanna hit him first, though. We're we just, don't know. We don't, make and I'm not saying she did. I'm saying they was in that cop fight. You kind of are saying that. You can't. You trying to give. You trying to take the blame off of Chris no, Brown. That's no, why we I'm can't saying, get past no, this. No, what I'm saying is the story. Oftentimes, it's very easy to believe the man is beating a woman, but nobody ever gets the full scope of what happened. And yes, it's wrong. To some people, the full scope may not even matter. A man should never hit a woman. But there are, you know, this man is just not walking in rooms. Well, I also don't think Rihanna just punched him in his face while he was driving. And then only one of them has a history of it, though. You know what I mean? Like, someone can have a history of this, and we still will twist ourselves in a pretzel to make it someone else's fault. Let's just all be on the same page and say, he does have a problem, but I still like him and I would love him to get help. And I would love to see him have a, a complete redemption. I, I do, I do. I, it has been 13 years, right? All right, we gonna- well, Not, not according to Al. Al don't damn brought up all the man charges. So it, it's probably been 13 days fooling around with Al, but- <laughs> Listen, those were just ones that you can you can go online and investigate or go through court documents and, and see. I mean, okay. I feel like, yeah, next topic. Yeah, I'm sure, we, I'm sure <laughs> ooh, it got a little spicy this one. Okay, look, uh, Speaking of spicy, this is Mr. Mayonnaise right here, Ben Stein, okay? He revealed that he's upset that woke corporate culture removed the image of a large African-American woman from his syrup bottle. Take a look. They decided to make it a white person or maybe no person at all, but I prefer it when it's a black person showing their incredible skill at making pancakes. Let's go to you first, Q. What do you think about this? Is he just tone deaf and senile? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, 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 I'm trying to ascertain, is this coming from an underlining racist place or does he think he's complimenting us in doing so? The reality of the situation is, sir, the recipe has not changed. I don't know anybody who's ever eaten their pancakes or their waffles and been like, oh, the image on this, on this syrup is so good. I just love the way this image tastes. If you don't sit your senile ass down and go on the shady pine somewhere. And um, <laughs> this is just so tone deaf. You know what I'm saying? And quiet as kept, as old as you are, sir, you were around during the damn Civil War. You should understand better than anybody the importance of taking Aunt Jemima off that damn bottle. Okay, okay. Uh, Al, what you think? Oh, Q, I like the Aunt your Mama on the bottom. Oh, no, I love that uh, black chef. <laughs> I, the chef, he called her a chef on the bottle. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. Isn't this guy, that been, he's a clear eyes guy, right? The guy yes. from the clear eyes, like mm -hmm. eye drop commercial. Anyway, let me tell you something interesting about Ben. Ben used to be a poverty attorney and a civil rights activist. And I really liked him because he had an interesting background. He used to also be a speechwriter for President Nixon and Gerald Ford. Now, this is where I thought he turned left. He turned left during the NFL debacle when Kaepernick took a knee and he attacked the young black man for taking a knee against the owners. Now, that's when Ben took a complete left turn and I no longer support his narrative. But as it relates to this, I, too, still miss the black chef on the bottle of Aunt Mama maple syrup. 
Um, I don't think he's being racist because I, I do miss the image, but I like that they modernized her. Didn't look like she was mammy in the kitchen. Cause I think that was the image that felt a little bit like, come on, man. You know what I mean? But I do, I did like seeing a black face on a product, a mainstream right. product, but didn't the family didn't aunt your mama, wasn't it notorious that she didn't really get much money out of that or got nothing out of that? The family. And don't, don't Jemima just seem so condescending. It's just aunt Jemima. It just, <laughs> We could have renamed her like just Aunt. What would be Pearl the name today, Q? What would we name her today? Aunt Janet, Pearl, <laughs> Pearl. You know, Pearl, Pearl. Sarah Lee, Clarissa, Jemima. Jemima just is it. It it it, it just sounds so plantation. It's Aunt awesome. Jemima. That's why I was okay when they gave her the makeover. They gave her some studs and they gave her like a nice modern out. They modernized her, but it was still nice to have a black woman on a product that wasn't a caricature where we feel like they're trying to, these white people making fun of us. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, I guess he has a point. All right, y'all. Uh, before we take a break, let's take a look at this Black History Moment sponsored by Nissan. Boxo celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. Megan Pyfus is Sesame Street's first Black female puppeteer, giving a fresh voice to a new generation of children. In 2020, Megan became the voice of Gabrielle, a six-year-old Black girl Muppet on Sesame Street. Megan is a self-taught musician and singing ventriloquist. Seven of the two-time Emmy Award winner gained national recognition when she appeared on the hit television shows America's Got Talent and Showtime at the Apollo. With ventriloquism, it adds in the interaction between a human and a puppet. But long before Megan took center stage in the spotlight, John W. Cooper paved the way for black ventriloquists thrilling audiences with his puppets and his famous show, Fun in a Barbershop. Megan Pyfus's amazing voice and her magical gift to bring puppets to life will inspire generations of children to dream big and to explore their imagination and creativity. Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Special thanks to Vanderbilt for providing the footage of Megan Pipes. What are your thoughts on Megan's accomplishments as a puppeteer, Al? Man, it's amazing. And thank you, Nissan. Not only is she a puppeteer, but she also does it while singing as well as a ventriloquist. Thumbs up, Megan. Keep up the good work. All right, Q. I just love that she's showing uh, our young kids that there are so many outside of the box careers that they can go into versus the typical go to college, get the corporate nine to five situation. So for that, I definitely salute Ms. Cyphus. All right. Well, listen, from a black history moment to black ratchetness and shenanigans coming up next, we're diving into funky shenanigans. And later in the show, we're discussing why Eminem is suing two former housewives. Stick around. You don't want to miss this next block. All right, y'all, listen, before we get to the tea, I got to just talk about this real quick. I just closed on my house. I'm closing tomorrow. Actually, I got a new house. So my credit has been so important. That's why I actually been really focusing on my credit and getting it together. So listen, uh, charging higher interest is how banks make more money and they take a lot more of your hard earned money if your credit score is just OK, but not great. Scoremaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores, puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now, say your credit is 650 and you're borrowing 500 grand to refinance your home. Starting at Scoremaster could save you over 75 grand in interest over the life of your loan or more. Now, that $75,000 is your money, not the bank's. Now, that's the genius behind the Scoremaster three-week rule. Now, especially now with soaring interest rates, it only takes a minute to get started and you can add 30 to 100 points in about three weeks, depending on your credit file. So before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, start with Scoremaster. Visit scoremaster.com slash T to try Scoremaster for free. That's right, free, y'all. And I am a customer and I do use them. Now visit scoremaster.com slash T. Once again, scoremaster.com slash T. It really works. All uh, promotional consideration is furnished by Scoremaster. And I tell you what, since I signed up, it has kept me on a trajectory. Like anytime a bill gets out of control or I'm using too much of my credit, my revolving credit, your credit can go down. 
And you don't want that to be the day that you apply for a loan. So with that, I've been able to really time it out and it's really helped me. And now my credit is over 800 and it's all really, I give credit to ScoreMaster. So uh, check them out. All right, soulmates, we know how much y'all enjoy hearing about funky shenanigans in these streets. So we thought we'd give you some cute time with Funky Dineva. Let me ask y'all a question before we get started. What is the quickest amount of time from hello to the bedroom that you've hooked up with somebody? Pregnant pause. Anywho, child, one day I was, I, I was, I can't remember where I was leaving, probably the club or the bar or somewhere in Atlanta. And I got in the Uber, honey. It was a cute little Uber, a little red skin cap. He was a capital too. Uber driver. <laughs> Don't and you he was driving that. me home. And you know, sometimes you can't tell if people are gay, straight, in between, about it, about it, or, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just started like striking up conversations, started flirting with each other. And when he got to the gate of my complex, I was like, you know, so so you driving all night? And he was like, I mean, you know, I don't have to. And I was like, well, you know, why don't you turn your meter off? Um, And he turned it off and he said, "Uh, well, where am I dropping you off? I said, dropping me off. I said, well, you can park right there in that visitor spot. (sighs) And he came upstairs and we had a, a really nice rendezvous, a really nice rendezvous and then you know what he became my personal chauffeur for about six months until he started acting crazy he told me whenever i need a ride don't call uber just call him directly because he normally works the area and he would come give me a ride for free for about six months until he started acting crazy did, but, he, still um, char- did he still charge you not at all not at all so you I mean, I got enough of it. <laughs> needy, you're... sweetie, I got enough to feed the needy. Seeing how you're a top, all of a sudden you're a top now. <laughs> Al, what you think about your friend? <laughs> Listen, I got to be honest. I live vicariously through Funky. That's why I call him all the time. <laughs> Funky, that's Ferris Will he got going on in that in his life. It's just way too exciting. Not I don't have like. a Ferris Will. I'm young. <laughs> I'm single. Here we go. I am supple. Oh. I, I have good credit. I am financially stable. True. I am educated. (laughs) All of my bills are paid. My dogs are fed. My teeth are white. I can do whatever I want to do just as long as I'm safe. But that's why you always getting IV drips and all kinds of probiotics (laughs) and stick and throwing up. Funky, let me tell y'all something. Going to the dentist, cosmetic. Funky gonna act like he's so subtle, supple. And, and and all the, it takes a lot of work together. He's constantly being pumped up with uh with 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 uh, hydration and fluids <laughs> and and antibiotics and all kinds of stuff to get there. It ain't oh I got your care package too from Christmas. I still have to send it off to you. Okay. Funky, I'm concerned. Why? Yeah. I'm sex positive. I'm forward thinking. I'm progressive. I'm a strong, independent black woman. Okay. I like, like how we renamed slut sex positive. <laughs> okay, I'm sex positive. Amen. Listen, the only difference the only, the only difference between me, you and Al and the people watching this show is that I'm bold enough and brave enough to actually speak about my goings on. The rest of y'all want to hide and act like y'all so sanctified and full of the Holy Spirit. Child police. Okay? If my life was half as exciting as yours, I would love to share it. I have never uh, uh, Uber driver queue. Al. Really? I've heard stories of you picking up people on the subway. Cut it out. Oh, first of all, you know that's a lie. <laughs> you know that's a lie. Al, my years in cleaner. my years in New York City, I had a driver. I didn't I didn't go in the subway. So oh, I don't so know. A, so you had a driver too. Mm. <laughs> I will say one thing about Al. Al is um when you go to dinner with him, first of all, he gonna eat something off of everybody's plate at the table. Yeah. He will eat like he he's definitely going to find the person that they're they going to spend some money at dinner. He is definitely eat up. Everybody says, so I don't know about the subway picking up, but he's going to pick up someone at Nobu <laughs> and a crustacean. And you ain't never going to see his credit card either. So uh, <laughs> that's not true. All right. Well, I, I did see it one time. You paid for drinks. <laughs> 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 it's like Haley's comment. It comes around every 79 years. We, oh, there's a lot of 
Wait um, a minute. I refuse. I rebuke you for saying. He I did pay for out. breakfast in Miami at Big Pink. He did pay for breakfast. Oh, I'm always, I'm listening. I'm always paying. But Claudia, when you go out with Claudia, everybody, she's so confused right now. Because when you go out with Claudia, she already has somebody there who's picking up the tab for us. So, you know, I always ask, should I pay the tip or whatever? But that's just how she is. Every city she goes to, she's got somebody <laughs> that wants to take her to dinner. She calls her friends and say, hey, come eat with me That's and hell cute. i'm i'm single <laughs> i don't cook i'm there i'm there with a good with the doggy bag okay you're welcome for all the nutrients i put into your body <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all speed of putting things in bodies we are talking about jeffree star keep it locked because coming up next we're discussing why eminem has uh filed an opposition or against two former housewives okay and we are talking about jeffree star's perspective Ooh. Ooh, he's on, so ugly. Uh, oh God, he's so Jeffrey. ugly. Oh, Jeffrey Star's perspective on non-binary people. Jeez. We'll be right, right, right back. Mm. Welcome back to TGIF. Look, we can all have that su supple skin like Funky Dineva. Some of hey. us have to use products. Well, mm. I, I just made everybody feel included, but actually mine is pretty perfect. But I'm just saying for everybody else, they might want to get like you. So we got something for them, okay? To our melanated soulmates, do you have dark spots and uneven skin tone? Well, let me tell you about Butter Skin. Now it's a line of skincare created to give melanin-rich skin a glowing and flawless complexion, plus it's a Black-owned brand. Now, some of your favorite celebrities like Cassie, Vanessa Simmons, Carrie Hilson, and Malik Hawk are accredited butter skin for their flawless skin. Now, I'm currently trying out their Supreme Skincare Kit, and their products are the bomb. I got them right here. Now, since we're always hooking up our Foxhole family, we worked it out with butter to give our viewers 25% off the Supreme Skincare Kit. Now, this kit comes with a gentle cleanser. Uh, rose water toner, vitamin C serum, which really helps with dark spots and your choice of a moisturizer. Now uh, you have to, all you gotta do is go to butterskin.com and use code TGIF at checkout. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. Update. We're not giving you 25% off. We're giving you 50% off. Okay. So go ahead and go to butterskin.com and use code TGIF at checkout to get 50% off the Supreme skincare kit. Now that's B-U-T-T-A-H skin.com. I use code T-G-I-F. Once again, that's code T-G-I-F. This uh, offer is valid until February 28th at 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. Now you two have the products and you all are both uh, fans of it, right? Correct? Mm, most definitely. What do you think, Q? So listen, I, the, two of the products that I love the most is the tea tree aloe mask scrub like i love a good scrub and i love the mentholating feeling of tea tree oil so i definitely love this y'all but i'm gonna put y'all on some of that new new that butter has this product this i don't know if y'all can hear it it's this pulsating brush or whatever it is you know if you was raised in the hood like me, you used to washing your face with a wash rag, honey, but this that new, new, it's battery powered brush and it just feels so good. It radiates into your pores, gets all that dead skin off when you use it in conjunction with the product. So I definitely highly endorse butter and say you guys should get yours ASAP. All right. Thanks for that, Al. You like that? Uh, so, you know, look, I don't look like this for no reason. I tell you the two products that I use from butter. I use the cleanser because it has coconut oil and has lavender extract. But I also am really liking this, Claudia, because Claudia put me on to this, everybody. This is the butter vitamin C serum. And it definitely, because of the antioxidants and the whitening, look at this skin right here. Ooh. Flawless, right? That's you got to get you some butter products today, everybody. Once again, with that promo code, you get 50% off. Now, promotional consideration furnished by our friends at Butterskin. So go ahead and get that hooked up for you so you get that glow. All right, y'all, moving on. Rapper Eminem has filed an opposition against Real Housewives of Potomac cast members Giselle Bryant and Robin Dixon for using the term shady in their podcast title. Now, the rapper believes that the podcast called Reasonably Shady could possibly cause confusion for those who have known him as Slim Shady. Eminem says he uh, has used the term shady and slim shady since 1996 
and also owns a trademark for both terms to use on merch and records. Al, let's go to you first. What do you think about this story? Does, does he have hey, this is an unfortunate story, but hey, lawyers do what they're supposed to do. This is trademark infringement 101. The smart thing that uh, Slim Shady's lawyers did was they trademarked the word Shady as well as Slim Shady because they didn't know where he was going to go musically. Musically, we know him as Slim Shady, but they still trademark Shady. And because they did trademark Shady, this creates an unavoidable confusion and leads consumers to believe that the brand Reasonably Shady is some way connected or affiliated with Slim Shady, and those lawyers are shutting it down. Smart, smart, smart thing for Eminem to do on his part to to trademark both of them. And unfortunately, Eminem got long money, longer than these ladies. So unfortunately, they might have to give it up or beg for permission. All right. Q, what do you think? So listen, I, I am definitely for people handling their business, right? And and I, I cannot get mad at Eminem and his attorneys for doing what it is they're supposed to do. However, there's no way in hell nobody going to confuse Reasonable Shady with anything remotely affiliated with them, uh, Eminem and his old ass, okay? Um, let them ladies do their doggone podcast. And like I said, I get it. I, I get the legalities behind it. But I definitely think in the real world and in real time, it is a huge reach to think that, first of all, Eminem, Slim Shady, Shady is not even at the forefront of people's minds in 2023. So when you hear reasonably Shady, I don't think there's anybody that's reasonable that's going to think that that's affiliated with his brand. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I understand the copyright laws and all that, the, the you know, that's set up for us to protect us when it's like a unique kind of term. But so no one can use Shady in any of their business because you're Slim Shady? Reasonably Shady is, 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 is uh, I think if they had a, a, a maybe a better lawyer, maybe they can get around that. I don't know. That seems like a little bit of a reach. And again, Eminem hasn't been in the forefront of media in a while. In a while. But hey, legally, uh, I guess he, he has the right to it. I, I just it's this is a weird battle for him to pick, I think, with these two. I don't know. Speaking of weird, in a recent that commercial interview, that you want to go to is weird. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Okay, well, yeah, I guess so. Well, we'll get into Jeffree Star's weird self when we get back. We'll be right back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, it's Black History Month. So before we get to the shade of Jeffree Star, let's take another look at this moment in Black History, sponsored by Nisa. Black Soul celebrates Black history makers who have broken barriers and created change. In 2022, 18-year-old Jalen Smith made national headlines as the youngest Black mayor in America to be elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas. The city of 2,000 residents elected the high school senior, showing their support for Jalen's aspirational campaign to improve their city. My plans are, number one, public safety. Secondly, the beautifying of the city, which means clean it up. Thirdly, tear down abandoned houses. Jalen's big win was one of many mayoral victories for African-Americans across the country, including the cities of Los Angeles, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and New York City. As the youngest black mayor in America, Jalen Smith is on a mission to inspire the younger generation to lift their voices and take a stand for a better future. Honoring Black History Month on TGIF, presented by Nissan. Choose Nissan today for great offers on our most exciting lineup ever. Shop NissanUSA.com. Once again, shout out to Nissan for that moment in Black History. And Jalen Smith, we salute you. All right, y'all, moving on. In a recent interview, YouTuber Jeffree Star explained why he does not agree with people who identify as non-binary. He said, you're not they and them. You're trans, you're male, or you're female. How are you a they? What the bleep does that mean? It's stupid is what it is. Jeffrey also revealed during an appearance on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast that pronouns such as they and them are terms that were made up during the pandemic because people were bored. Funky, do you agree with Jeffree Star? His pronoun is it. Okay. <laughs> He's got, he, you know, Jeffree Star's got big nerve. He's pandering to the straights. 
he's pandering to those people who take exception with the new pronoun revolution. And I'm going to be the first person to tell y'all, I'm not 100% on board with this whole pronoun, them, they, the, whatever stuff. But I just let people be people. It doesn't move me to chorus to the point where I have to speak out on it. But I just find it odd considering the fact that, Jeffrey, you are the poster child for they, them, it, was, whomever. For you to come out and have this stance, um, I just think it's very wrong and it undermines the very community that you're a part of. All right. Al, what do you think? You know what, Q, what was so interesting to me was I actually was reading the comments and a lot of the, you know, reading the comments of the blogs and a lot of the people in the LGBTQ community actually agreed with him. You know, so for me personally, though, this is a lot to keep up with. And I just hope that we continue to have a space to understand, to make mistakes and to get it right. That's that's all I ask for. I don't like the fact that it's coming from Jeffree Star, but I do understand understand from the comments that people are kind of saying, hey, that they and the, they and them can be a tad bit confusing. I, I agree. I do think it's because it's coming from Jeffree Star and a lot of us don't like we're like not feeling some of the comments. And Jeffree Star has definitely been accused of making some racist comments in the past and fetishizing black men. We know that. Um, and being kind of just a messy bitch. You know what I mean? So I think that's kind of why it rubs us the wrong way. But I too, if you think about it, they and them is 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 not even grammatically correct it's pr- improper english it's a plural it's a pl- that's a plural like it's just i think he has a point i think i, I agree think- but it costs us nothing it, 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 it costs you nothing to call somebody them if they want to be called them it's easier to call them them than to sit here and have this circular argument but isn't it difficult to understand who needs to be called them and they that's my problem because whoever I- tells you Whoever. T- OK, I can learn but, that. But at the same time, like there's got to be more grace, too. You know, what I mean, like right. you can't exactly. have it both That's ways where it's, we're supposed to know every single thing. It's 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 and it changes so much, you know. Right. Oh, damn. I want to get into Madonna story because of her face. But we'll get it. We'll get into that. Uh, at TGIF. Hey, I got to make a quick correction. I, people that are having uh, issues with the with the butter skin. I want to make sure you're getting the proper code to get their 50% off. I know a lot of people have been trying to order. Uh, the butter is giving you 50% off, okay? The code is T-E-A-G-I-F. That's code T-E-A-G-I-F if you want to get that 50% off. So go ahead. And I'm, I'm glad that people are trying it. So, all Hey, right, guys. I had fun with y'all tonight. Cute. With your story. Claudia, with you closing on your house. Thank you. I had fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. Hey, I want to thank my fantastic co-hosts, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva. And also to the chat. Hey, we hit 5,000 tonight, y'all. We sure did. Uh, Thank you so much for watching us on YouTube. And, yo, stick around for the Sharpton Sisters. And we will be here on Friday. Listen, I know I didn't have enough time the other day to get you all the questions because we have a lot of show to cover. We're going to try my, I'm going to not make a promise. I'm going to try my best to give you a lot of time to get into our business. All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye, soulmates. Have a good night, soulmates.